Hello afar, folks. Here we stand at the threshold of Anna Karenina's world, a universe painted by Tolstoy's genius. Let's start with the famous first line, All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Uh, a stark observation that navigates us through the labyrinth of family dynamics seamlessly, doesn't it, Van Dana? Absolutely, Hyun-kyung. And what intrigues me is how this line deftly unwraps the very fabric of human relations. It's like Tolstoy hands us a lens to decode the intricacies of happiness and despair wound together in the heartbeat of each household. Well put. The universality of this sentiment is striking. No matter where we are from, the depth of this line resonates with us, touches us at a personal level. Isn't it true, Vandana? Indeed, Hyun-kyung. It's as if the line opens a floodgate of emotions, experiences, and interpretations. Every time I read it, I find myself mulling over the intricate disparities between happiness and sorrow within families. But enough about me. What about you? For a single child like me, seeing the unique contours of joy and grief within families, especially larger ones, is enlightening. It adds layers of understanding, adding to the richness of the literature we read. Why don't we delve into the uniformity conveyed by Tolstoy about happy families? From an Indian perspective, happiness within families often stems from unity, the shared sense of belonging, if you will. The collective enjoyment of festivals, bonding over meals, or even simple things like a late-night family gathering on the terrace during summer months. The joy derived from these collective experiences is akin across Indian households. Hyun Kyung, how about in Korea? It's fascinating, Vandana. In Korea, happiness in families is more centered on harmony, peace, and respect within the familial hierarchy. Dining together, kids respecting elders, elders guiding the young, everyone playing their orchestrated roles, thusly harmonizing the familial symphony. This collectively fulfills the Korean perception of a happy family. Interesting, isn't it? How despite the stark cultural differences, the core elements resonate in our description of happy families. It's something universally relatable. But could it be that Tolstoy's notion of uniformity comes from this shared understanding of a happy archetype? Might be, Vandana. I envision Tolstoy's uniform happy families as a symphony where everyone is playing their part in harmony, and the music produced is happiness. Violate this harmony, and unhappiness creeps in, unique for each family, based on which notes were off-key. A beautifully put analogy, Hyun-kyung. Indeed, there's a commonality in the patterns we perceive as family happiness. And yet... It's worth noting that the individual notes or the role each member plays in this symphony differ, influenced by our unique cultural or personal experiences. Switching gears, let's explore what happens when that familial harmony begins to unravel, when the euphony of happiness descends into a cacophony of disharmony. In Indian families, Disputes often sprout from differences in perspectives or clash of expectations among individuals. It seems these elements aren't insular to any particular culture. However, I believe the way these disputes take shape, or the peculiarity of unhappiness within each family, can be distinct. What may breed conflict in one family might not even be a cause for bother in another. Precisely, Hyun-kyung. Using your symphony analogy, while the tune of happiness seems uniform, the discordant notes of unhappiness are unique to each family. 
I have observed in India differences in lifestyle choices, be it education, career, marriage, can often become sources of strife in families. Agreed. And to further dive into Korean perspective, the root cause of familial conflict usually manifests from deviations in the expected familial roles or nonconformity to societal norms. It's interesting to see, though, how different cultural contexts influence our understanding of this uniqueness and unhappiness. Absolutely. The divergence therein lies not just in the causes, but also the ways conflicts get handled and resolved. Each family would thus have its rhythm of discord, wouldn't it? Unanimously so. This compound uniqueness of unhappiness brings forth Tolstoy's stark implication. Even as we pull back the reins into contrasting familial dynamics, it's evident that the echo of each family's peculiar unhappiness is unique in itself. Let's step back a moment, Hyun Kyung, and consider this opening line in the context of the novel as a whole. How does this idea of happiness and unhappiness thread through Anna Karenina? A thought-provoking question, Vandana. I perceive this statement as a lighthouse, a beacon that guides us in comprehending the essence of the narrative. It distills the narrative complexities into an understanding of family dynamics. Right, Hyun Kyung. The family, after all, forms the nucleus for the diverse character interactions in Anna Karenina, linked by bonds of shared happiness or diverse unhappiness. Indeed, and speaking from a psychological perspective, continuation of this premise throughout the novel can heighten a reader's emotional response. It can deepen their engagement by enabling a personal association with the fictional entities. I couldn't agree more. It is the subtlety with which Tolstoy presents us this duality at the outset that lures us into the narrative, only to later unfold the nuanced complexity of each character's struggle, thus stimulating a more profound emotional reaction. That on point, Vandana. This opening line, at first glance seemingly simple, becomes a skeleton key unlocking the psychological labyrinth that Tolstoy intricately weaves in this seminal work. Hyun Kyung, let's dwell a bit on the psychological impact of this opening statement. From my interpretation, I find it could easily anchor readers' expectations and perceptions of the narrative. Would you agree? Absolutely, Vandana. The reader embarks onto the tale with a preconceived notion about family dynamics, observing each character's journey with an underlying lens. It's highly engrossing and subtly, almost invisibly manipulative. Intriguing point you raise there. So, in essence, the line shapes our minds to anticipate and contemplate what the contrasting nature of happiness and unhappiness would entail in the ensuing story. Precisely. And moving further, when we ponder societal context, this opening line broadens its reach. In diverse societies, perceptions on families, happiness, and unhappiness could be variant. The psychological impact of this statement becomes even more layered in such settings. Indeed, Hyun Kyung. Makes me imagine a reader shuffling through her own understanding of these concepts, comparing it with Tolstoy's depiction. A fascinating interplay of personal comprehension and author's perspective. And that's exactly when literature turns into a mirror reflecting the reader's own understanding, thus imbuing the tale of Anna Karenina with each reader's unique hues. So to delve into this impactful opening line even deeper, we're thrilled to bring an expert perspective into the conversation. We have a special guest with us today, Dr. Laura Miller, noted literary critic 
with a penchant for tracing literary legacy. Welcome, Laura. Hello, Vandana. Hello, Hyun Kyung. It's a delight to discuss Anna Karenina, a piece that stands significant in my own literary journey. All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Over the turn of eras, Laura, how has this line retained its resonance, you think? Great question, Hyun Kyung. I believe one reason is its universal truth. Despite shifting societal norms and values, family dynamics have consistently been central to our stories, our realities. This statement, with its contrasting viewpoints on happiness and unhappiness, leaves an undying echo. An undying echo. Beautifully expressed, Laura. In your critique, have you found this quote influencing interpretation of other literary works as well? Certainly, Vandana. This line has transcended its origin, shaping a recurring discourse in literature. It carves a lens through which both protagonists and readers view familial dynamics, adding depth and dimension. So it's an undercurrent that continually resurfaces, not restricted by timelines or genres. Fascinating. Exactly, Hyung Kyung. That's the beauty of enduring literature. It weaves into the fabrics of our tales, coloring perspectives along the way. This opening line, so definitive yet so subjective, continues to be an inescapable epigram in the literary sphere. Exquisitely put, Laura. Your passionate insights truly underscore how the simple arrangement of words, as in Tolstoy's opening line, can reverberate through time. Thank you for joining us today in our exploration of Anna Karenina's opening words. It's been a privilege. Hyun Kyung, we've heard from literary professionals. Now it's your turn to provide your perspective. As someone who comes from the depot of a single child family, how does Tolstoy's line cast a light on your understanding of family dynamics? Well, Vandana, it's quite interesting. All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. I see this line as a contrasting mirror. Being an only child often comes with certain stereotypes. Some view it as a joyful, hassle-free existence, while others see it as lonesome. But in my experience, it neither was exclusively happy nor unhappy. It had its own unique mix. I believe each family, regardless of its size, has its own recipe for happiness and sorrow. I see. So you're saying that the dynamics and emotions perceived in a household stem from many factors, not merely the number of members. This is consistent with Tolstoy's outlook. That's right. And the individual experiences, although unique, generate universal themes which I think are beautifully encapsulated in Tolstoy's words. Your insights add a distinct layer to our understanding, Hyun Kyung. This conversation does underline the humility before the sheer breadth of life's experiences, just as Tolstoy intended. Indeed. And I think ultimately it's about understanding and empathy. Each family, each person's happiness or unhappiness, is their own journey, not for comparison, but for deep understanding. Vandana, how do you interpret this idea of universal happiness and unique sorrow within families? Well, Hyun Kyung, I believe every family has its own rhythm, its own melody. Happy families, by their very nature, seem to hum the same harmonious tune. It's the orchestration of understanding, respect, and love that trills from the souls within it, akin to the comforting melody of a familiar song. But unhappy families can be discordant, a cacophony resonating its unique distressing tune. 
Similar to our individual fingerprints, no two unhappy families share an identical undercurrent of turmoil. Seems like there's a touch of Indian philosophy in your interpretation. Can you share more? Certainly. Indian philosophy underscores the interplay of happiness and sorrow as two sides of the same coin. Just like dharma and karma, happiness and sorrow are intertwined, and families being our first introduction to these emotions tend to color our impressions of them. That's a fascinating perspective, Vandana. Indeed, Hyun Kyung. And if we truly look at it, isn't life itself a series of contrasting melodies? Some harmonious and soothing, echoing joy and contentment, while others out of tune and unsettling, resonating with confusion and discontent. Tapping into each unique note and rhythm, we learn to appreciate the symphony of experiences that form our lives. That's very insightful, Vandana. Life indeed is a series of contrasting melodies, and our families are the first stage where we experience these, very much in tune to Tolstoy's depiction. Just like the numerous stars we look up to in the night sky, all appear to shine alike, but up close, each carries its own unique story. Hyunkyung, we've got some thought-provoking letters from our listeners today. They each express how the opening line struck a chord with their personal experiences of family dynamics. Indeed, Vandana, I am keen to dive into these perspectives. Let's commence, shall we? Absolutely. Our first letter comes from Catherine from Ireland. She writes, I grew up amidst a joyous household filled with seven siblings. We laughed, fought, played, and grew up together. I believe our connectivity stems from shared happiness. On the other hand, my husband hails from a broken home, and his unhappiness is distinct, stemmed from different roots, personal and isolated. Catherine's instance genuinely exemplifies Tolstoy's words. The essence of happiness may indeed follow a similar pattern across families, while the factors fostering unhappiness can widely vary, unique in its cause and effect. I agree, Hyun Kyung. Another listener, Rohan from India, shares, Growing up as an only child, I was at times my parents' pride, and at other times their disappointment. The dynamics of our family happiness revolved around collective achievements, whereas our unhappiness was like a chameleon, changing forms depending on personal conditions. Now, isn't that intriguing? Certainly. It's interesting to observe the range of familial experiences, how happiness is woven through shared moments and unhappiness stems from independent issues. It throws light on the undulating psychological layers in familial relationships, emphasized by the opening line of Anna Karenina. Absolutely, Hyungkyung. Happiness can be akin to a familiar song played on loop, comforting and merry, but unhappiness is often akin to a melody in a minor key, a composition exclusive to every soul. The range of personal experiences we've examined today truly underline the universality of Tolstoy's opening line, underscoring varied palpitations within the human heart. After navigating through such profound sentiments from our listeners, let's gather our thoughts and introspect. It's okay to let ourselves feel. We're humans, after all. That's right, Vandana. We invite our listeners to also join us in this reflective pause. Engage in a moment's peace. Breathe in, gently, filling your lungs with air. Hold and then release, allowing the words soaked in diverse emotional experiences to settle within you. How do Anna Karenina's opening lines reflect in your part of the world? 
in your own personal universe. Which roles do you see yourself playing in your family dynamic? Remember, there is no right or wrong in this reflection, just your truth, your perspective. Observe the thoughts, let them wash over you, lacing your spirit with their essence. Should you feel unhappiness arising in any form during this introspection, acknowledge it. Like unique notes and heart-wrenching music, they shape our human experience. And let happy insights spring a sense of warmth and peace within you. Simple, similar across human lives, yet intimate and familiar. We share in your contemplative silence. Any insights gleaned hence are invaluable. As you ruminate on the notion of familial happiness and its consequential impact, notice your breath flowing in and out, harmoniously tethering mind and art. Thank you for joining this meditative moment with us. With an open heart, we navigate our lives, dissecting the power of opening lines, the power of words, the power of paused reflection. Let's now consider the cultural lens through which we perceive Tolstoy's opening line. The notion of familial happiness can indeed vary widely based on our unique cultural and personal experiences. Absolutely. For instance, the collective societal fabric of Korea tends to celebrate harmony and respect as prominent elements of happy families. But that may not align exactly with other cultures' perception of familial happiness. Agreed, Hyunkyung. And from an Indian perspective, the key to familial happiness often lies in fulfilling responsibilities and maintaining relationships, precisely the same for any household. Yet the manifestation diverges with distinctive cultural norms and personal engagements. Despite being an only child, the Korean context of my family values conditioned me to perceive familial happiness through interpersonal connections and shared experiences rather than an individualistic approach. Could that skew how I perceive the happy family in Anna Karenina? It's not so much a skewing, Hyunkyung, as it's a unique perspective. A novel's power lies in being interpreted differently by each reader. Aren't we all influenced by our cultural upbringings, traditions, and personal journeys? That's thought-provoking, Vandana. Nobody perceives literature in isolation from their own lived experiences and societal conditioning. This cultural interplay indeed adds fascinating layers to our understanding. Exactly. We bring the richness of our life's tapestry to an author's narrative— creating a unique interpretation each time. This inherent disparity truly testifies to the power of opening lines, doesn't it? Vandana, how do you perceive the recurrent theme of familial relationships in literature? There's distinctiveness in its recurrence, isn't it? Indeed there is, Hyunkyung. I believe literature provides a fertile ground for exploring familial dynamics in all its complexity. Through the transformer lens of fiction, Societal aspirations and issues about family life come forth in a cohesive and often a revelatory mode. Painting families in different lights, authors unravel a panoply of human facets. This allows readers to examine their own familial relationships, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Much like Tolstoy, authors often conduct a deep dive into the labyrinth of interpersonal dynamics magnifying the echoes of societal norms and values lying therein. It builds a mirror parallelly reflecting societal intricacies and struggles, resonating vastly with readers' life. The opening line of Anna Karenina, for instance, presents an examination of happiness and unhappiness within the family structure. 
It's potent in its impact, leading readers to ruminate on their family life's formative influence on them. Precisely, Hyung Kyung. The unique intermingling of familial happiness and turmoil lays bare the collective consciousness of society, making literature a rather cathartic space. It appears that literature through this universal theme significantly contributes to our understanding of society. In a nutshell, it gives us a profound perspective into the human condition. Certainly, Hyun Kyung. And I guess that's the beauty of how delicate strands of familial explorations in literature can help us confront and comprehend societal aspirations, all the while illuminating our understanding of ourselves and the society at large. As we start to conclude this episode, it dawns upon us how our journey today, anchored in Tolstoy's profound opening line of Anna Karenina, has allowed us to venture into oft-neglected territories of human emotions and familial dynamics. True, we explored the idea of relative happiness and the multitudinous ways unhappiness can taint the fabric of family life. And through this exploration, Hyun Kyung, we've seen how Tolstoy's opening lines, while giving an outlook of the narrative, deftly introduce the novel's core themes, thereby setting the stage for the unfolding story. Spot on, Vandana. By analyzing its impact, we bridged the spaces between literature, psychology, and the art of narration, not to mention the rich cultural perspectives we brought to our discussion today. Right, Hyung Kyung. And we hope that our audience takes away the same enlightenment and curiosity that we felt, dissecting Tolstoy's insight into familial relationships, especially its variances across different cultures. Overall, this roller coaster of analysis and introspection, Vandana, has shed light on the unforeseen yet profound influence literature can impart. Moriso, projecting the microcosm of what the entire novel entails. Indeed, episode four of Opening Lines has shown us the cascading impact of a novel's opening words. It unveiled how each family, in its unique manifestation of happiness or unhappiness, mirrors the varied facets of society. That is the power of an impactful opening line. True, Vandana. We have journeyed together today, unweaving the rich fabric of themes captured in just the first line of a remarkable novel. That alone speaks volumes about the mesmerizing influence literature has in helping us understand complex human emotions. A realization, I believe, each of our listeners, and indeed us, can take solace in. As we wrap up today's enlightening journey within the realms of literature and psychology, Hyung Kyung and I would like to express our heartfelt gratitude to all our listeners. Indeed, thank you for being with us today. We appreciate your time and participation as we explored Tolstoy's riveting words on familial dynamics. We hope this dissection of Anna Karenina's opening lines has resonated with you as much as it did with us. It's been a unique exploration, not just of literature, but of the existence we often take for granted. It was a pleasure to dive into these universal themes of happiness and unhappiness and how they reveal themselves within the family unit, reflecting our larger society. We hope our analysis has been as thought-provoking for you as it was for us. And let's not forget our guest expert for today. Their insights have augmented our understanding of Tolstoy's masterpiece. Thank you for your valuable input. Your expertise indeed breathed life into our conversation and allowed us to delve deeper into the psychological impact of literary opening lines. Gamsa Habnida, thank you. Your indulgence in our shared journey today is valued immensely. 
Together, we have navigated the eddies of human emotion tucked within a simple yet profound opening line of a novel. Till we meet again in our next episode, stay curious, stay engaged. Donyavad, thank you. In our shared journey to understand literature and psychology, your willingness to engage and consider our perspectives is truly appreciated. Gamsahabnida, thank you till next time. But before we cap off, Hyun Kyung, wouldn't it be exciting to give our audience a little peek into what our next exploration holds? Indeed, Vandana, our next journey, listeners, will be another fascinating expedition into the depths of an opening line sway over a novel's tale. Hopefully, this anticipation brings a tinge of excitement. Absolutely, Hyun Kyung. Much like our rendezvous with Tolstoy, our next episode as well will pay homage to another luminary of literary elegance. So, listeners, gear up for an invigorating session once more. And while we let that stir your curiosity, here's a tiny hint. Our next episode's opening line has ciphered within it a chronicle of ambition, of human desires, and the intoxicating allure of power. Oh, how enticing, Hyun Kyung. A narrative that holds a mirror to our own dreams and drives, evident right from the start. Curious about which literary giant we're hinting at, listeners. Well, hold that thought and carry it with an air of suspense till our next talk. Who knows, your guess might be spot on. Till then, keep the essence of our shared journey alive, Dido Manayo, until we meet again. Indeed, it's a wait worth the while. For now, cherish the lingering echo of Tolstoy, and join us in the next episode, where we unravel another magic of opening lines. Until then, stay tuned and stay curious. Danyavad. <laughs>